What's up, buddy? Not too much, buddy. How you doing tonight? I'm good. How are you? I'm um, great, man. I got my nighty night extra in hand. Just You're... getting a little sleepy time tea going. Nothing like sleepy time tea at eight o'clock at night, huh? Well, they recommend drinking like three cups of it, so I got to get started by like seven or eight. Three, three cups of it that you really yeah that, that's what they say you really need to go to like <laughs> i i go to like that that's like eight ounces and i make it big it's a pretty strong tea you like steep it for like 12 minutes or 15 minutes so like you know it says three cups late in the day one 30 minutes before bed so i usually try and get one or two down and then I stay up till two in the morning. Anyway. Yeah, I was gonna say, does it make you go to? Does it make you go to sleep? Because... <sighs> it it does relax me a little bit. All righty, I'll definitely say that about that. And it's pretty good. I think part of it is just that it's something for me to drink that's not the water I've been drinking all day. Okay. But if I normally make tea, I'm usually like fighting the urge to throw a whole bunch of sugar and fucking lemon juice or honey in there or some shit so. does it have like chamomile or what makes a sleepy time tea oh, i don't know it says valerian it, it, let me see what this is uh herbal ingredient organic valerian root organic passion flower herb this is actually the first time i've read this organic lemon balm leaf uh, i'm just gonna stop saying organic because it all says that uh peppermint leaf uh caraway fruit licorice root yeah Oh, good stuff. So I looked up va- valerian or valerian, V A L E R A N. It's an herb. Yep. It, it is native to Europe and parts of Asia. How fancy! Yeah, uh, it's commonly used for sleep disorders, uh, insomnia. Um, yeah, no, it sounds like that's kind of. Oh, I can also buy a nice flannel from the same website. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I hope it's organic. <laughs> I, not only can I find out, oh, it's also, other names are All Heal. Amantilia. Mm, I've heard that. Amantilia. No, I don't really think about that. Baldrian. Baldrian. Here's the only thing I know. Every time I take a sip. Yeah. I got a ah. That's how I know. Oh, so people, people also, also ask, is Varian root like Xanax? <laughs> just just like it I went I went four glasses the other night I started calling people <laughs> had to issue some public apologies did you go on a racist rant on Twitter after you had two cups of, of Valerian <laughs> yep. I had to call up Kamala Harris and be like hey I want to really apologize for the things I said last night and there goes Castellanos deep to center field <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's all sorts of things like it's like Xanax, Klonopin. Is it like that? Well, it's 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 not it's not a drug made in a fucking pharmacy, so it's not like that. So that's somebody who's recovering. Like, how do I replace? <laughs> yes, a little bit. Can Valerian tea get you high? Uh, I mean, I to be fair, if I was somebody selling this stuff, I would just say yes. Like, maybe it works for that person, but who cares? They're looking for a replacement for their illegal prescription. Yeah, it's like, but there's no evidence that'll make you go back to using drugs. I'm well, like, that's good. Does Valerian cause weight gain? Uh, it says, you know, drowsiness is one of the uh, 
one of the side effects, weight gain. You know, see, that's the thing. I didn't, I don't, for, there was a little while there where I was like, I don't know that this really does much, and maybe it's just kind of the uh, the placebo effect. But then there was a day where, like, I barely finished any of it, and I wanted tea in the morning, and I just reheated the stuff from last night, and I was drowsy all fucking morning. Not like, not like you took too much cold medicine and stuff, but I was, like, noticeably just like, I don't want to do stuff. Were you so dizzy? Made... Were you were you dizzy? No, nothing like that. Did you have weight gain? You know, since you said that, I'm like, <sighs> I I do think I put on five or ten since I started drinking this like a month or two ago. Do you have constipation? I'd have to check. Oh <laughs> hell no, <laughs> no, <laughs> that is not one of my issues. <laughs> oh. Paint the bowl, wash it away. <laughs> Uh, nausea and vomit. Hey, it says nausea and vomiting, which can be very unpleasant, which I've, I know that I, when I get nausea, when I get nausea and vomiting, I'm generally normally pretty, very happy and pleasant with those things. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there's chiropractic people in here talking about nausea and vomiting, parentheses, but people kind of like it. Yeah, right. It can be unpleasant for others, but we know you guys. You like that 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 uh, nausea and vomiting. Uh, just so you know, it's not bad for the kidneys either. That's good. That's actually why I no seriously. That's why I started my big water kick. Like, um, like I don't even know what that is. Six months ago now. Okay. My, you know uh, the. One of our guys from Arcana Cast had uh, really bad kidney stones. Oh, really? You know, it was just like, that's a huge thing. Drinking water can really save you for those. And that was like a whole ordeal for him. So I was like, you know, I think I'm in a constant state of dehydration. If you're out there and you don't drink at least 80 ounces of water a day, just do it. You will notice effects within a week. I promise you. You know, for a while I was doing the gallon of water thing a day. And I noticed. Yeah, that's kind of what I tried at. And, and now I've leveled out to like... I don't remember what 128 fluid ounces that might be a gallon. Uh, I don't think it is, though. I think it's 256, but I, I try and stay at least that 1, 120 range. And I don't know. I It was always hard for me. I was always too lazy or in the fucking work zone, and I wouldn't get up. But you see me now. I carry around that fucking 65-ounce uh, water jug everywhere, and it makes it so much easier. Yeah, so 128 in a gallon. Um, I used to... I used to do that. I've been, um, I lacked for a while, but I still do plenty of, uh, oh man, I'm already burpy. It's early in the podcast. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I used to do a gallon a day and now I kind of do probably a half gallon a day. I, I fill up a lot of water bottles. That's um, like my minimum. I fill that thing up and if I don't drink it by the end of the day, I pound it like at the end yep. of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of water, do you remember the Bermuda Triangle? <laughs> Yeah, I do. Do you remember how, as like a kid, the Bermuda Triangle yeah. was something like you would have to be worried about? Like, oh yeah, quicksand, quicksand too. Yeah, quicksand too. Like, I remember, like as a kid, like, oh, you can't fly over the Bermuda Triangle because you'll fly, you'll you'll disappear. Yeah. Do you think I just remember being. You think they what? Ever figured out what the Bermuda Triangle was? Um. You know, I've read some stuff on that because every once in a while it's one of those things that piques my interest. Like when you read like, uh, 
UFO stuff or every once in a while, I'm kind of like, you know, I want to see if they've done anything recently to maybe further explain these like phenomena that we always thought were like crazy shit. Um, I don't know. It's like some magnetic shit and some other stuff and probably just a bunch of old idiots that were writing stupid stuff and superstitions. I don't think there's any real effect there, but fuck if I know. Um, I'm looking it up. I'm trying to, it's also known as the devil's triangle. Yeah. Trying to see if there's anything recently. Notable incidents. Uh, most of the stuff, well, this is like the 1880, like, of course, 1918. So it's like all these places disappeared. But, like, you haven't heard of anything from the Bermuda Triangle in, like, a long time. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. I think it was just reports they would lose contact with people, and then it's like, oh, you know, they were headed towards the Triangle. And it's like, well, anybody coming to the southern United States or the Caribbean, like, went towards the Bermuda Triangle. So I, I think it's just one of those fucking things that just became a thing. And then Renee told me there is a version of the Bermuda Triangle on Lake Michigan. Um, I don't, I've, I've never heard anything. Oh, you know what? I have heard of that. Like a, a northern version of the Bermuda Triangle, Lake Michigan has mm-hmm. been the site of unexplained ship, shipwrecks dating back to mm-hmm. the 1800s. And you also you kind of want to be like, well, it's not a triangle. It's just that people are fucking running ships into each other, right? <laughs> like, yeah, or hitting some rock formation that's there. Or yes, some something weird about the horizon that makes it look like you're you're almost in water, but yeah. you're actually there's something there. Yes, but, but I mean, I guess if they were hitting landfall, like you'd probably figure that out quicker than making some superstitious garbage it, up. It's called the Michigan Triangle. Of course it is. <laughs> Real original Michigan. Uh, it sounds like 30,000 people have died, though, in the, the Michigan Triangle. 30,000. However, however, this maiden voyage did not end well. The shipwrecked encountered a violent storm in Lake Wish, Michigan. Over the next centuries, an estimated of 6,000 to 8,000 ships have sank to the bottom of the Great Lakes with about, oh, that's the bottom of the Great Lakes. That's not the Michigan Triangle. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. See, they're just they're just boosting their numbers. Do you remember, and, and I, I asked Renee this, and, and she didn't. Do you remember that people were saying there were freshwater sharks in Lake Erie at one point? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember yeah. people trying to scare me. I'm like, well, I don't ever go to Lake Erie, so I don't care if they're freshwater sharks. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Yeah. What are they eating? Other freshwater stuff? <laughs> yeah, but no, I remember being concerned about that as a kid. I was like, so really, there's just this paranormal area, and we just don't care, and then in 30 years, aliens are going to fly out of there and murder us all, and we're not figuring it out. We should probably get on that. So in reality, do you think it was pirates? Uh, pr- I mean, probably. Probably, like, it's probably just a mixture of piracy. Anybody, any ship in the area that got lost, fucking... People that actually did make landfall and then got murdered by natives and fucking their ship burnt and fucking like, or turned yeah. to or turned to slaves. I mean, right? I mean, if you ship, you went to somewhere and you landed and you got turned to a slave, you're a part of the Bermuda Triangle, which is very like 1880 was when it first started. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. that's really possible. Yeah, I think it's just superstitious, dumb people. And it's right off the coast of Florida, apparently. Mm-hmm. It's pretty close. It's f- like Florida, Puerto Rico, and Bermuda. Bermuda, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, 
there's two major places there. It can't be really that big of a hotbed. But, I mean, I guess they would say, you know, it's something in there. It's it just, it's in there. Apparently the last, not, I, on Wikipedia, the last thing is from 1963. That's what I'm saying. And what, it was probably like a fucking single-engine aircraft or some stupid shit. Uh, and a pair of, uh, a pair, yeah, a pair of planes. <laughs> <laughs> It's literally two planes from 1963. Nope, the Bermuda Triangle. That thing, that's crazy. <laughs> Ate just, up. just sucks you in. Yep. Uh, so, hey, man. So, normally we do Mondays. Uh, we're doing Tuesdays because you know what I have going on Mondays? I, I do, but why don't you tell everyone? I don't want to spoil it. Band practice. Band practice, yep. I it, I'm very happy to hear you've been hired on by the Brunswick High School Marching Band to uh, coordinate the flag twirlers. Yes. What do you call them? The the color guard. The color bad. guard. The color guard. Yeah. Um, that's pretty offensive that you would call us flag twirlers. Um, so I hope my you, mistake. I hope you go on Twitter and and issue an apology. Uh, for all the Surge Peach listeners, I'd very much like to apologize. <laughs> For my ins, my uh, insincere joking comments, um, I gotta admit it wasn't intended to be a joke. It was just some hardcore uh, stupidity and ignorance, ignorant filth that came out of my mouth. And Mobley with a drive down center court. Oh, and he's. I thought Mobley was hurt. Move he is hurt, and the Cavs aren't playing tonight. But no. <laughs> I just, I just no, didn't want to do it. You were doing I didn't want to do it. <laughs> I didn't want to do a Nick Castellanos again. Oh, because uh, I was about to say, like, oh, yeah, me and my flag twirlers really appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, but I think Mobley's out for, what, two to four weeks? Two to four weeks is the assessment at this point. And... Oh, why don't, we, why, don't we, why don't we talk about uh, band practice first? Okay. I play guitar. <laughs> my name is Joe. So it's with my old band. I was uh, part of a band uh, called Brothers. Um, you can look them up on YouTube, or I think most of the people listening have seen Brothers at least once. Um, and we added a bass player, and I think we're, we're trying to do more of like a, uh, it's all cover songs. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be more like a lot of pop songs. Um, that I Actually, you know, it's funny, is I've never heard most of these songs before, Daryl. And really? oh yeah, it's like Post Malone and uh, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, and but we're rocking get them out. F- get the fuck out of here. But we're rocking them out. So get the fuck out of here. What was the other one? Uh, is that is that legit or not? Legit, legit. Yeah, yeah. So it's really yeah. Interesting. Is that it, what is that what Steve's vibing on these days? Um. Yeah, I think the whole point is, um, you know, we've <laughs> people have seen us live. And we played the White Stripe C covers for so long. You know what I mean? Like, I so I think the whole. I mean, I think you guys had a nice mix of the A's and B's and the C's because nobody wants to come out and hear all the fucking radio hits anyway. So I think you guys always touched on those, but then you went to the deep cuts, which I'd rather see out of a live band that's not the actual band anyway. Sure, sure. So the whole point of this one is kind of go out and play. Um, and make some money and just have a good time and we'll play some of these hits and we're going to play some other, like, you know, it's, it's not going to obviously be like, we're still, we're still doing, we had a black key song in the repertoire, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? So we out lonely boy in the repertoire. So it's not like 
we're strictly doing Post Malone and uh, there's the weekend. We're doing a weekend song, but Ooh. we're rocking it out, man. And like I was actually like, cause I don't really like these songs, but man, we're we're <laughs> we're, we're, we're rocking them, man. I'm like, all right, I'm hip to this. Um, uh, so is it like you're mixing some of that stuff in, but you're still keeping mostly with the classic rock stuff? And the, no, the I think it's no? I think it's gonna be mostly new stuff. Um, really? Yeah, it'll be interesting. Ooh. Yeah, well, well. Uh, we did uh, so last last night we practiced uh post malone um the weekend um lonely boy by the black keys um darling nikki is on the um by prince is on the uh, schedule um yeah. billy jeans oh. on the ske- billy jeans on the schedule so it's like it's a weird mix of like just stuff that's popular hell yeah i always like we you guys covered Prince. That was always good. Yeah, good time. And I used. To, it's funny because I, I, not that I hated Prince, but I was like, oh man, I'm not a Prince fan. I was always found him very '80s, and I was never an '80s fan. Then I heard mm-hmm. Darling Nikki, and that song's all disgusting and double bass. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, no, that's that's really what got me into him. That uh, song's so disgusting. I, it's so double bass, dude. Yeah, and that solo, I, like, it's so. I, I felt like a poser when he died because I had literally gotten into him within like six months of him dying. So I always like people were like, "Yeah, are you a big Prince fan?" Like, no, really, I have been listening to him like nonstop for the last six months. But yeah, I, I never it was really weird timing. Never really got into him. I I, I always appreciate that Charlie Murphy, the Charlie Murphy skip, you know, where they. And the Chappelle oh, show. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But yeah, man. So uh, doing some some music stuff, and we added a bass player. It's a good friend of ours, Zach. Um, oh really? Yeah. Um, really. And he's playing bass for us, or Sean's playing lead, and uh, Sean's my brother. If whoever's not, and I, I'm playing rhythm. And you know what's crazy about strictly playing rhythm guitar is like. Someone will be like, "You just need to do this," and I'm like, "I'll do that." That's super easy, <laughs> you know. And I'm just <laughs> then oh, I'm yeah. I'm just playing. Oh, you want me to play that? Uh, palm muted and just rip through it. Okay, I'm hip to that, you know. Hell yeah! Is uh, Steve going to be trying to mix it up, or is he going to stay mostly behind the kit? Uh, he's going to do mostly, uh, and he uh, he's going to be behind the kit and sing. Um, he's going to get a, he's going to get one of those headset mics like Garth Brooks has. <laughs> Hell yeah. Do you know where Hell Garth, yeah. do, you, do you know where Garth Brooks hid the bodies, by the way? I don't. Oh, I, lots of people want to know. Uh, most of all the families, but I don't think many of them even know that Garth was the one responsible. That's wild. Yep. Can I tell you another thing I've been into lately? What's that? Pokemon cards. Really gotten back into the Pokemon cards, huh? Dude, I've been buying Pokemon cards like a, an idiot. Um, not that is I he carrying them for you again at Ground Zero Comics and Cards at one five one three nine Pro Road Strongsville Town Center, or uh, are you just hitting the internet for him? I bought two packs of Pokemon cards from Sheets today. Really, Sheets the the gas station. <laughs> I literally was like, I went bought a twelve pack, and I'm like, there's. And they they have them posted up right when you walk into like the checkout, and I th- I looked mm-hmm. at it and you know you would think like oh man no one's buying Pokemon cards at Sheets the thing was almost empty 
Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. Wow. I, and then I traded Pokemon cards with Steve's kids last night, which was funny because. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been on this weird. Because I raked him over the coals. <laughs> Got a shiny Charizard for a stupid Poliwhirl. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> idiots. Little dumb fucking retard. <laughs> I shoved them around. Come on, trade me it. Trade me it. Trade me it. <laughs> He's poking them in the chest. You don't really want that hollow that bad. Come on. You don't want that hollow. But yeah, man, I'm looking at probably like 300 Pokemon cards that are right in front of me right now. Nice. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. And like. I'm looking at some of these cards like Clef Key. It's, it's Clef. It's K L F K I. And it's literally like a key holder, like a key ring. This <laughs> is the Pokemon. Oh, yeah? Yes. <laughs> that just seems lazy. Although, imagine back in the day, like, remember the first batch of Pokemon? Like, they it's had literally a... just got keys floating around him. It really is. You guys look up Klefki and try a Pokemon Klefki and try and tell me that's not lazy. But back in the day, they also had Seal, which is S E E L, and it was literally just a seal. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Oh, man. I'm just flipping through these things. Uh, I got a tree, a lot of energy cards. <laughs> uh, got a Mankey. I, uh, all the. <laughs> Yeah, but for, for whatever reason, man, I've been on this Pokemon kick. <laughs> what? This segment, listen to Joe flip through his Pokemon cards. <laughs> brought to you by Ground Zero Comics and Cards. Road <laughs> Strongsville Town Center. The best shitter in Strongsville. Well, the best shitter, well, it's actually a very nice restroom. I gotta give him this, like... He, I, I've said this many times on the podcast. When I came out of there, I'm like, dude, that's a nice bathroom. He's like, yeah, really nice for a gaming shop, isn't it? And yeah. it really was. I had, I yeah. got a Sandy Guest. Never seen oh. Sandy Guest before. I know what that is. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> no. I got a Shelmet. I got two Bunnelbees. I got a trainer, Shauna. It's just a trainer, Shauna. Is she hot? Uh, not bad for a girl on a Pokemon card. So Sandy Gas just has a shovel popping out of his head, huh? Uh, not on this card. Did you look him oh. up? Yep. <laughs> let me, let Looks like look. he's just got a shovel impaled in his forehead. <laughs> in every picture I see of him. <laughs> I think he's supposed to be like a... Like Sandcastle? Yeah, I got a Frost Moth. Ooh, that's that's neat. Yeah, so I don't know how I got down this rabbit hole that I'm spending money on. I don't either. We're talking about high intensity, exciting news. <laughs> <laughs> Cleveland, the Guardians are back on. Baby. Well, I love that they came to they came to a conclusion with the the roller derby team that has a better logo than. <laughs> I, f- I feel like you really think so. Oh, like the, the the roller derby team's logo is dope. Our logo. I don't. I, maybe I saw different ones, but I thought their logos looked like um, 
the kind of thing like a little bit scaled down version of the former base the, the former indians logos you know like alternate ones they'd release in three or four years <laughs> um and then go back that to they the could point. sell the people <laughs> yeah and then I, they'd go back but I, I honestly think our logo looks like shit to be completely honest with you Oh, they don't look good. They definitely don't look good. <laughs> no, but. I I can make that an MS Paint. <laughs> I just don't care. But um, I'm almost curious as to like, what are you? Are you? Eating, re- are you eating something now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. The remote the remote podcasts are a lot different. What are you eating? What are you eating? Mm, just a big bowl of pomegranate seeds. Why you I something, something nice, <laughs> nice and crunchy for you. <laughs> My bad, dude. I want to apologize to all of the viewers and well, mostly the listeners. Uh, we have viewers. <laughs> Where are the viewers at? Who <laughs> have turned tuned into our podcast tonight? And I'm over here like a dum dum chewing on seeds. Oh, Steph Curry pulls up for a three. Well, right in Durant's face. Why are you eating pomegranate seeds, I guess, is what I'm more interested in. They're delicious. Okay. Are and I like staining I like staining my clothes for a very minimal <laughs> amount of food. <laughs> I like staining my hands, my laptop, <laughs> keyboard, my clothing, the rug around my desk, the desk itself. It's all, all covered in it's all red and covered in red. It's like, no, he didn't kill anyone. He just likes pomegranate seeds. I just love pomegranate seeds. <laughs> so, yeah, that's why. Oh, that's good. I like trying to swallow them whole and see how many of them make it out the other end. On Well, on you got to be careful, man, because uh, one guy I knew um, was eating. Well, these are cashews, so that's but bigger. But one of them got stuck in his intestines. And he had to have surgery to have a, a cashew move, removed from his intestines. Oh. That's but, nice. Yeah, but he was also very unhealthy. Like, he didn't, like, he didn't drink almost a gallon of water a day. And he had a heart attack at our work one time. And he came up to one of the guys and goes, I can't fucking die here. <laughs> is what he said. <laughs> the guy. If so I that, fall down, drag me outside. And so that we, instead of calling an ambulance, we drove him somewhere. We was having a heart attack. Like now that we're a big company, they would like back then. Mm-hmm. They were like, "Oh, that's normal. Just drive the guy to the uh, drive the guy to the hospital." Now it's like that would be like a complete lawsuit. Yeah, probably. No, not probably. Like it would legit be. Although I, I'd say that you're the lawyer. You would know better than I would. Mm. You know, if you're refusing medical treatment, I don't know that your company has any obligation. Or Like, once you pass out, probably you could sue them even if you tried to deny it and then you, like, went unconscious. But, I mean, I don't think they have any obligation to make you seek medical treatment. I could be wrong about that, though. That's not my area, so do not take that as legal advice, anyone who's listening. I am not a med malpractice uh, attorney, so no idea. All right, well, as me, as someone that was there, um, we called 911. They weren't going to get there right away, so the guy drove them to the emergency room. So, Nice. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was, it was pretty wild. 
I was telling Renee another story about time I was uh, working. Uh, this was when I worked the machine shop, and that guy walked up, and he goes, hey, I need you to take me to the urgent care. I'm like, oh, totally, man. What's wrong? He's like, I hurt my finger. And um, he then showed me his finger, and he cut it off. Legit nice. cut it off. And it was hanging out in this fucking, um, he, like, these rags, you know? And so then he's like, why don't you drive my car? And I was like, that's perfect, because I don't want you to bleed all over my car. And then as we're driving, he's like, he's holding his fingers. He's like, all right, buddy, whatever you do, don't pass out from this. I'm like, I'm not passing out, man. Like, don't show that shit again. But... You don't pass out. You're the one losing all the blood. Do you watch the Browns game at all? I did. I watched, uh, I mean, almost all of it. I, oh, I checked you? out a little bit at the end of the second quarter, and then... Obviously, the end of the game when it was out of hand, but other than that, uh, making a little bit of food in the second quarter and then finally getting sick of it when it was out of hand, I watched almost the whole thing. It wasn't good. It was pretty t- It was basically the exact opposite of the week before. Yes, it really was. Um, I was. I didn't get to watch. I listened to the radio, and then I got, in, uh, got into Renee's family's to watch... Um, the second quarter, and by the second quarter, we were all done. It was pretty much like, mm-hmm. um, Baker's hurt again. Uh, yeah, but I, th- I think cleared to practice as of today or tomorrow, right? But do you just not sit him for a couple of weeks? Like, no. I don't know. You're, you're too far into the season at this point. But he's hurt. Like, don't you sit hurt people? Like, I don't understand, man. Like, should have sat him six weeks ago. Seven weeks ago, whatever that was. But, you know, I'm not claiming to have all the answers. That's me as guy with hindsight being able to say that with confidence now. Because obviously the shoulder is still bothering him. I mean, like they were saying on the the broadcast, like, you know when Jim, you know when Donovan is saying, he just doesn't seem to have zip on the ball today, like there's something wrong. Yeah, because, I mean, that's half of, that was almost a problem for him before it is, how hard he threw the ball, especially at some of his receivers only standing five or ten yards away. But, yeah, it doesn't look like he has the – I mean, he doesn't have much of anything right now. I mean, it's weird to say, though, because, I mean, we just put 41 points up two weeks ago. Yeah. Well, a week and a half ago. But how much of that was defense, too, you know? It was. It definitely was a game that our defense dictated as well as uh, – what's his name? Jamar Chase just – I mean, when you really look at that, they could have had easily – a, a, a touch. One of them was a touchdown. The other one was probably would have set up a, a, you know, at least a score on that drive. That two big balls Chase dropped that he probably should have caught. So, you know, we still blew him out regardless of that. Well, they covered Jamar Chase pretty well too. I mean, there's other plays. I feel like with single coverage though, that would, that's the crazy thing. Right, and I feel like the confidence of Jamar Chase was down as far as. Uh... Joe Burrow, you know, when he's getting covered like that and, and can't catch things in single coverage, I feel like he was kind of like, all right, I'm not throwing to that guy anymore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I don't know because yeah. I'm not, I've am not. i never played quarterback ever in my life other than, like, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know how to go. If you have a stud wide receiver, you can probably throw him anywhere. Speaking of stud wide receivers... Did you see uh, Odell's first uh, possession on the Los Angeles Rams? So I I was watching, and, like, his first catch was five yards. I'm like, this is what they're going to do. 
they're going to screen this guy out, and he's just going to... Uh, Kill it know. on slants. Yeah. I mean, I still remember. I think what's probably his biggest play as a Brown was a slant route. It was against, I feel like, the Rams or the 49ers three, two years ago, three years ago, that he ended up housing. Well, I think his biggest play for us was that end around versus Dallas. Okay, yeah, that was remember a big that? One yeah, yeah. Um, um, but the whole two receptions, eighteen yards, and uh, he didn't run out of play where Matt Stafford threw it right to the defense because. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm also gonna. You got to blame that on Stafford a little bit. I don't exactly know what he was thinking unless he was. Again, you know, that's kind of what I was worried about. Um, I don't want to talk about my fantasy team, but Stafford <laughs> is my quarterback. And, like, you know, we talked about that as soon as it happened. You've got uh, Austin Hooper, and I've got uh, Stafford. And well, I have. I figure Hoop- it's, it's Cooper Cup. Just so Cooper you know. Cup. Yeah. Sorry. Yep. I'm no, done. you're good. Uh, Cooper Cup. And I, I exactly what you said about yours. I, I really don't think he takes many touches away unless the team, like, falls apart. But. I mean, then right there on that first drive, it's Stafford probably trying to force the ball to OBJ to start things off right. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, and the first one was good. I mean, the first play was good. Uh, Cooper Cup ended up, do you know what Cooper Cup ended up with that with that game? Mm, no, I don't. 11 catches, 122 yards. Oh, that's nice. And now they're going to miss Robert Woods. And I don't think, I, I think For Robert... Sure. I think Odell's a great player still, but Robert Woods had, was in, ingrained in that offense. I feel like Odell's probably already like, I hate this place. You know, like, I don't know, man. I, I, I... Did you see the um, the video clip from, it's like the last 30 seconds of the game? No. Um, Odell's on the bench. Let me see. I think if I see the Rams receivers, um, I might figure out who it is, but... Odell's just kind of there and lazily sort of talking. It's Van Jefferson. And he's just kind of talking over to Van Jefferson. And I don't know. I mean, it is the end of the game. Maybe Jefferson's kind of soaking in the loss like players sort of do. Or, you know, maybe he's just fucking exhausted. But it looks like he wants Odell to shut the fuck up. <laughs> really? I yeah, he's not that. He's not running his mouth. He's not super animated or anything. But Odell's just kind of, like, talking. And the dude is just sitting next to him, stone-faced, staring forward, like... Not having any of it. And obviously, you know, that's just some idiot me watching something and seeing what I want to see, but I don't know. I don't wish him bad, but it's kind of redeeming at least that he's he didn't sign with the Buccaneers and then come out for 140 yards. That would have been pretty fucking enraging, right? Well, and it would have been very enraging with how bad we played this week, too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everyone mm-hmm. said it when, when he didn't play against Cincinnati, everyone was like, oh, it's Odell's fault. It's not mm-hmm. Odell's fault, dude. This yeah. team is so inconsistent. The whole yeah, AFC really is inconsistent. The only team that's not inconsistent is like, what is it? Who's leading the AFC North? The Tennessee is leading the AFC North, but... Or AFC North. They're leading the AFC. Um... The fucking Steelers tied the uh, Lions. Mm-hmm. Um, they got golfed. Yeah, I mean, hold on, I'm looking at it, like the Bills. Didn't they lose to the Dolphins a couple weeks ago? They lost to someone bad. The the Jets or the Bills, I feel like. Yeah, and then the Dolphins just beat. Well, the Dolphins just blew out the uh, Ravens. Mm-hmm. 
Of course, the the Chiefs are on a winning streak now. Yeah, that sucks. Um, Chargers still looking all right. The Raiders are finally, I think, uh, the loss of two players in back-to-back weeks for dumb shit. Um, I, I felt like they were still chugging along, chugging along, but I saw the Damon Arnett getting released, and I was like, you know what, I, I think they're going to collapse at this point. So the AFC is so fucking close. So the Bills in the AFC East are six and three. Mm-hmm. Patriots in the AFC East are six and four. Chargers are six and four in the AFC. Or uh, I'm sorry, AFC West. Chiefs are six and four. Chargers are five and four. Raiders are five and four. Broncos are five and five. I think the Broncos are falling off. I think they're coming to life. Um, yeah. Raiders, I, I, I. I'm not sure, you know, the whole Gruden thing happened, and I, 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 I'm going to kind of count them out. But no, so they lost. You know why they lost Gruden? Um, they lost Henry Ruggs to an OVI uh, manslaughter. To um, him killing if, someone, yeah, yeah. Damon Arnett, then um, ex Ohio State cornerback, um, jumped on. I don't know if it was Snapchat or fucking Twitter or whatever. Is that he's pointing he was, the gun? Yeah, he was waving two or three guns. I think two of them were automatic weapons and telling a dude to pull up and stuff. So he got immediate let go, immediately let go. I don't know if it was later that night or early the next morning, but that was quick. I just, you remember, I don't... you remember Whitehead from the Browns after they lost and people are tweeting at him. He's like, come on, man, I'll do some blood. I'll kill you. And mm-hmm. then. A Cleveland Browns radio network person tweeted that Whitehead was having a tough game, and he said he was going to kill him. He -hmm. said he was going to kill Dustin Fox, and Dustin Fox had to take time off because he was worried about that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he was worried. I think really the station was just like, hey, we don't want you to have to deal with this tomorrow. (laughs) Take a few days off. Um, And, you know, I felt bad for Whitehead in that situation, too. He was playing with a broken hand or a broken arm or whatever. Because he needed to for the team. Um, that was just kind of a shitty situation. AFC North, yeah. Ravens six and three, Steelers five and three, Bengals five and four, Browns five five and five. I'm burping like crazy also. And uh, Titans are eight and two in the AFC South, and none of those teams are gonna catch up to them. Yeah, the Colts at five and five are relevant for the playoff picture, the the wild card. So you got what you got. An eight-win team in the Titans. One, two, three. No, wait, what? One, two, four, six-win teams. And six, seven, five-win teams. That's ludicrous. And I think the Browns are at like 38%. Oh, my God, I'm burping like crazy. I'm sorry. Uh, the Browns are like 38% to, to uh, make the playoffs now. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the only real uh, benefit with, you know, the way we've been playing up and down and, you know, it's similar to Ohio State really this season. They're, they look so great one week and they look shitty the next. We really do control our own destiny. We got the Lions next week. And then we have, what, five, uh, f- no, four division games coming up. And the Packers. So outside of the Packers and the Lions, one's an easy win, one's a tough win. We got five division games that we can really win or lose the division. I mean, not even just a not even just a wild card spot. We can win the division. I don't see it happening. 
I don't either, man. Uh, I'm going to look at the NFC here. Cowboys. Oh, well, the Cowboys. So, um, not that that was surprising. Um, but they're 7-2. and two. I mean, that's a little bit surprising, but Zeke and Dak are, are studs. Um, the NFC West. So, that's the NFC East. I'm sorry. Cowboys are 7-2. and two. Everyone else is way is below 500 in the NFC East. Uh, NFC West, you got uh, Cardinals who are eight and two with without injury, they'd probably be ten and zero. Um, Colt McCoy played last week and had a great game. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week, not so much. <laughs> uh, LA seven and three, uh, they got beat up. Uh, Packers are at eight and two, and the rest of that uh, division, NFC North, is in the the cellar. Yeah. And NFC South is a little interesting. Bucks are six uh-uh. and three. Um, never count on Tom Brady. Never count out that defense. Saints are five and four. Uh, they're, they're fucked. Well, their quarterbacks hurt, you know, and they're yeah. they're going between Taysom Hill and Trevor Simeon. Panthers. Oh, oh do you see Pan? Do you see Panthers? Do you see who came back for the Panthers? Cam Newton. Yes, and he won the game. He he played good for him, dude. Yeah, you know what? I I give them credit to have the balls to say, "Fuck it, we're bringing him back," Fuck rather him. than the whole, "Oh, what are we gonna go back and sign this guy? We cut what one season, two seasons ago? Like, who fucking cares?" Get I said, back. I said he played a good game and he hardly played. Um, Philip Walker played; he was not good, and then Cam came and played, but they beat him thirty-four ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just I'm assuming at this point in time that the Buccaneers come alive at some point, but they really are sleep kind of sleepwalking through the season. Bunch of people got paid, they got a ring. I don't know how much they want it outside of you know Brady and a couple guys. I I I just assume that at some point they're gonna get their shit together. Well, they're four and zero at home, which is always good. If I mean if you're a stud at home, mm-hmm. um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm I'm never hate. I'm never taken away from Tom Brady, because he's Tom Brady, obviously. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see. I, I I we'll see on that one. I'm interested to see what the Buccaneers do. Um, Could be an interesting season. I have a feeling we're gonna have two teams in the Super Bowl that weren't in the Super Bowl last year. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hot take. Who you, who you, uh, so is that, are there particular teams you like in, like, are you looking at the Cardinals and the Packers and you think one of them is going to go, or do you just think the Buccaneers and, um, um, the Chiefs are just Well, I feel like the Car, I feel like the Cardinals are going to be in there. And... Yeah, it's, yeah. It's hard, it's, the it's, AFC is yeah. If the Cardinals get healthy, man, like yeah, Kyler. And looks, that's that's that is fair to just say that the AFC looks so far. I mean, who can you really pick that looks above and beyond anyone? Well, the else? only team I would say is the uh, Titans. The tight. The I mean, you would have said the Ravens what two weeks ago, maybe. Yep. Um, and the Titans. I, I just I don't know that they've made. Enough additions or changes that well, and Derrick Henry football, and Derrick Henry's out probably for the year. 
he might mm-hmm. possibly come back. But what does he come yep. back as? You know, mm-hmm. like they've done fine without him, though. Um, I didn't see anything from their game yesterday. Did uh, AP have a considerable role in that game? Uh, let's take a look here. I didn't. I did not watch it. They beat the Saints twenty-three twenty-one. Trevor Simeon with three hundred yards and a, two touchdowns. Oh, oh shit. Uh, no, what? Mark. Uh, looks like Mark Ingram ran the ball. Um, no one really ran the ball much. Um, they just kind of threw the ball around. Huh. Marshawn yeah. Lat- Lattimore, remember that name? He had six tackles. That motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Cameron yep. Jordan had five tackles. I always like Lattimore. Yeah, me Good too. Player. Yeah. Yeah, I heard he spent. Um, can't remember. I read some blip that he spent a lot of his game um, shadowing someone, and I don't know if it was A.J. Brown. It wasn't A.J. Brown. I can't even think of what it was. My bad. But, yeah, it's going to be a interesting finish in the AFC and then hopefully an interesting playoff for the whole NFL. We'll see, though. Um, you know what we started to talk about, but then we glossed over. Uh, What's that? Evan Mobley. We wanted to get back to your uh, band. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yep. Um, but um, yeah, uh, Mobley's gonna be out two to four weeks. Um, you know, you can definitely have some conditioning issues with rookies um, after a late in the season in the NBA. So you know what? As long as this isn't a lingering issue, it's not the worst thing in the world. I think you also get some time to let a few of the other guys play, um, see what this team is without him. And to be honest, I don't think it's going to be good. But I don't think it's going to be good either. I, I was like I said, man. I heard people saying not just defensive rookie of the year or rookie of the year, but like defensive player of the year. I was reading. Yeah, I, I'm. It's very early to see that, um, especially again. A lot of the performance down the stretch will matter in that. If his conditioning falls off at some point because of the grind of the season, that's going to be a really rough thing to happen. Um, and also just, you know, people will make adjustments to him. Um, and, you know, you'll have to see what happens from there. But um, I think right now you can see whether or not, if something were to happen to Mobley late in the season, kind of what they're going to do with Kevin Love, uh, Jared Allen, and Laurie Markinen Because they've been playing exceptional basketball. Um Jared Allen basically being another great center on the team next to Mobley. And then I think if you really put together their minutes and stats, um, Markkanen and, and Love are giving you 23 points and 13 or 14 rebounds over their 48 minutes that they, sh- that they share. Maybe more like 50 minutes, but, um, you know, we are playing some good basketball. Um, the way the refs are calling it this year, we have a really, uh, I'd say a really good team. Like not even, I mean, I guess that's conditioned on the way that they're calling things this year, but, um, it's not just impressive for what we should have. They really do look like they can compete in the East. Well, and they have been, that's the thing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like they, and it's not just Mobley, it's Jared Allen and it's, uh, Kevin Love hasn't 
per mine much. And then was it uh, Garland's out? Is Garland out? Well, so that's that's the thing. Kevin Love is giving you in twenty minutes. He's giving you ten points, seven rebounds, two and a half assists. So I mean, you know, that's I think that's better than what we thought he would do. I you know I think I said low teen points, six or seven rebounds. And, you know, we thought that would be in, like, 16 or 18 minutes. So, I mean, he's he's contributing. You know what I mean? He's not – it's a joke for how much money he's making. But at the same time, I, I think you and I had very low expectations for him. And I didn't think you would play. I really yeah. didn't. You know what I mean? So, like, um, I mean, he obviously did already have an injury this season. So, he's played in, you know, half the games um, that anyone else has. But um, – you know, again, you, you team up his stats with Markkanen's. Markkanen's got a 13 and 6, basically, over 30 minutes. So, I mean, really at that, Kevin Love is outplaying Laurie Markkanen. No shit, right? Um, that, you know, that obviously doesn't account for defensive stats or anything like that. But um, And, you know, I I think Markkanen averages probably two and a half blocks and, st- and uh, well, stocks, steals, and blocks combined. And Kevin Love, I'm sure... Yeah, he's got like half. He's got point point three steals and point one blocks. So, Markkinen's obviously the younger, um, better defender. But um, at the same time, you know, Love's kind of outperforming him uh, offensively. Um, I think the best thing about Mobley's game is really that it's honestly. I think a lot of the way they've won a lot of these games, Garland is money from the free throw line, and Mobley has well. It's too early to say he's established himself, but he looks like a guy that two possessions in a row you can pound the ball to and just say, go fucking score. Right, okay. Go score or put up a decent shot that we're going to try and throw down. Um, They're getting decent rebounds on those. A lot of those late-game situations, um, and this is what I was worried about early in the year when they kind of went, well, not early, but um, you know that road trip we we both gave our – our assumption that they would what I think we said they would win basically one game out of the five. They won a lot of those games late by pounding the ball in, Garland hitting big big free throw shots and other shots. But um, I think especially over the last week, I've seen a lot of Mobley just they're feeding him the ball. It's not team basketball. Sometimes they you you kind of need that guy that maybe the ball's not going to be moving in that half court offense. And Mobley looks. <laughs> I don't remember the last time I saw a rookie do that this early in the season. I mean, across the NBA, sure, but not for the Cavs. Yeah, and I, you just hope he keeps it up, right? I, like, mm-hmm. I know, I know that sounds yeah. uh, stupid, but like, well, he'll like, he'll struggle at some point. Well, yeah, as he mm-hmm. should, you know. Um, the only person, that, I mean, yeah, well, and uh, so Jared Allen's got what. Averaging fourteen and eleven, so fuck yeah, I love that dude. Love his afro. Yeah, right. Um, obviously, Sexton is kind of out, sort of indefinitely. I'm not really sure what the deal with that is. Um, didn't seem all that serious, but now it's just there's no timetable even, so it's really hard to say. But um, you know, to be honest, I'm not that worried about um, Colin Sexton. He's going to test free agency. All that kind of stuff. No drama, no ill will, but, you know, I I don't really care. We're getting some other guys' minutes for it at this point. Um, and Ricky Rubio is looking like a stud, dude. He really is. He really is. Um, 
I've it's always, amazing what I've, a real point guard will do, right? Like, mm-hmm. and uh, he's. I I don't know. There maybe a few different people I've I've heard it from that weren't you know fans of teams he's played on, but pretty much everywhere he's played, people are shouting he's underrated. And to be honest, I don't. Yeah, I don't I remember the. T- I heard that too, Daryl. That's funny you say. It. I heard that too. And I I finally get it. Yeah, I heard everyone saying like. Yeah, he was underrated, and we wished he would have been more part of the offense, and and he wasn't. You know, from from Reddit. You know, I'm a I'm on NBA mm-hmm. Reddit, and it was just because uh, the Cavs were making noise on NBA Reddit, um, which that's when you know you made it, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, and they were talking about Rubio, like how he's the guy, and how he's doing things that they weren't. You know, they didn't. Yeah, they, and and. We never had a point. We haven't had a point guard in a long time. We had a lot of shooting guards. We put in point guards mm-hmm. that would go up and dribble and, and try and make plays. Now to to defend past myself, uh, he's averaging basically mid or maybe towards the lower end of what his normal minutes were throughout his career. Um, but he is right now near. Eh, not really a record. He's in the middle of field goal percentage, but he's shooting record from the three-point line. Um, so you'll have to see if that's sustainable or whether that's just something that's going to come back down to earth. Um, he's actually on the lower end of rebounds, but that makes sense with the the big ball that uh, the Cavs are well, we playing. Well, we um, played three big guys almost every all the time. Mm-hmm. Lower end of assists for him, actually. Um, and actually, he is, this is his career high, well, if the season would end today, um, it's his career high in scoring. So, um, you know, outside of, you know, the three-point percentage coming back down, who knows? Hopefully that's something he's worked on as a veteran guy, and, you know, he didn't know if he'd be able to move as well or pass as well, and he's going to add that element to his game. Um, but, you know, if, if that three-point percentage drops, um, you know, the points will drop as well. So he'll be kind of just who he's always been. Um, and, you know, that's – it's weird to say, but, you know, three or four points a game, that's it's not a lot, but it's also huge. Right. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I, I always heard Ricky Rubio is kind of like that guy, and now he's he's that guy for us, and now we're, we're – um. So, I really like this roller derby team. Mm, who are they? The Guardians. Mm, I... Would you would you get those confused with anybody? I with, with confused with anybody else? Uh, nobody I can think of. Cool. So we the guard the the Cleveland Guardians have a dope ass logo. They do. Now they're they're a roller derby team. Uh, I, I guess professional. Um, uh-huh. You would think that the professional baseball team would have a cooler logo, but they don't. Like everything I'm seeing is like, you know. Uh, apparently, the the roller derby team is going to keep the name. Did you know that? Yeah, so that was the the only thing that has been announced is that they're both going to use the name. I don't think details on anything else have been stated. Have you seen the logo for the roller derby team? It's like green. Um, it's green and white, so it's not really okay. Preferred. I see. It, it's 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 way <sighs> better than our fucking logo, dude. 
It's better than the baseball with the wings. Yes, one hundred percent. I would. Yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> it's not. I, I know. Like I, I know so you've I've been. Seen, I know you've I've been seen, kind of a traditionalist, like, and you're trying to like. Uh, traditionalist is probably the right term, but like you've you've been trying to you've been a uh, what a go forward on the Guardians. So here's here's something I would say. Honestly, I think the few different times I've looked this up, the Indians did have something that were more like that. It was more um, Block C, kind of like the G's are now with on the baseball. It's not about the Block C. They just have a no. Cool I, I know. Logo. I know. I know. But. I'm I'm saying I think I re- and you can't scrub the internet, but honestly, I think I saw more logos from the Indians that looked like that, and they were going to be the alternates, or that was like things that they might use more in the future. Now I'm not seeing them, so I don't know if I was just wrong or if I'm going off of some of the fan submitted stuff that I looked at, but maybe that was part of the deal. Was it'd probably be too early for that to really change what I'm seeing on Google Images, but. Um, I wonder if the Indians are kind of kind of back off and maybe remove some pages that they had up that had different mock-ups that look more like their logo. Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? It does. Um, you would think, uh, but you're you're right. What I'm what I'm looking at now, you've got Guardians lettering that looks like the old Indians, and these flying wing G balls. And that's not as cool as the Guardian that the roller derby team has. Yeah. The I want to go see that roller derby team. You want to go see him with me? Fuck no, dude. No interest. Thank you. No? Mm. <sighs> sure, bud. Let's do it. <laughs> you already said no. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think, I, do you think I, they play? Let me what be clear. <laughs> I have zero interest in going to watch the roller derby, but I will go for... I enjoy spectacles and live events, so if if you want to go and get rowdy, I will accompany you. All right, let me look this up. Let me look this. Let me look them up. All right. I believe their season was canceled last year, so I don't I don't really know what the current status of their season even is. I opened up a tab. Hopefully, this one frees up my computer. Like I don't even know what the name of the league that they're in. You know, you. I mean, you put it in now, and the only results you get are... Yeah, it's fucking, all the fucking bullshit, yeah. Let me check out their Facebook page. Dude, they own ClevelandGuardians.com. Are you fucking kidding me? They own ClevelandGuardians.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's not good. Uh, let's see here. About I thought this was a women's league. This looks like yeah, it is. Oh, these are a bunch of guys. Mm, I don't know. Maybe they have both. Cleveland's men roller derby is a man's foot. Uh, home. I what? thought it was a women's thing. Yeah, there's a bunch of guys here. There's some ladies in here. I have no idea, ma'am. Uh, their ca- <laughs> this is 2017 Cleveland Guardians schedule. <laughs> yep. 
And that's exactly why my this whole time I'm like, you cannot tell me that the Indians didn't make them an offer that makes it worth just changing. Dude, their them. logo is so much better, dude. Just take make that blue and red and just make it look <laughs> right. Uh, Good times. I'm gonna share that. Uh, share on Twitter. Does does the does the name um oh so anyway just to just to recap um the podcast that went up uh what October, I think it's dated October 25th but we just got it up today no November. I got it up I got it up October 25th day of you sure did yeah but... um we made the predictions the Cavs would win one game on their upcoming five game road trip they ended up winning three, beating the Nuggets, the Clippers, and Charlotte, losing to the Lakers and Suns. Since our uh, since our suggestion that they would go one of five, they've gone eight and four in twelve games, and seven of twelve of those have been on the road. Um, and I don't know if you know this. I know you you'll you watch quite a bit of Cavs basketball, but I, don't I try really consider you. I don't really consider you an NBA fan. Like nope. you watch a ton of NFL, but you don't watch a lot of NBA. I watch. Um, yeah, right, right. So I watch the, so much NFL, but like I don't red zone the NBA. But I try mm-hmm. my damnedest to watch the uh, Cavs. Yes. So they've lost to the Lakers in that time. They lost to the Lakers and the Suns. They lost to the Celtics um, with Mobley getting injured, and they had just and they played beat, the Celtics. They, and they beat the Celtics so, the night before the, in yeah, the fourth quarter. Yeah, so they're down by like what twenty or fifteen. The 15? only other loss is to the Wizards, um, but uh, if you're thinking of the Wizards as they've been the last three or four years, the Wizards are actually currently atop of the Eastern Conference at I believe ten and three or ten and four. They're tied with the Phoenix Suns, who uh, so they're tied for second uh, best record in the NBA behind the Warriors. So the Wizards are actually playing pretty good basketball right now. They have Gilbert Arenas. Remember Gilbert Arenas? I sure remember. Do. Remember LeBron versus Gilbert, and then I really the other do. Guy there, yeah. Um, they had um, fuck the the scrappy motherfucker. Uh, he was the dude Jordan came back to play with. Um, Stevens was the Stevens. They did have James or Stevenson, but um, no, Lance Stevenson, who played for the Pacers after that. Yeah, he yeah, actually yeah, yeah. ended up playing with LeBron after their feuds. No, the um, Karan Butler, remember? Yeah, he he basically ended up being like a good defender and not much else. But he there was one point in time where um, I I think Jordan really came back to kind of be able to play with him and mold him because he was supposed to be kind of the next big thing. Um, so where are you rocking? Where are you Bradley going? Mill- where are you going with this? Where are you going? Oh, I was just this? just just recapping our prediction, our bold prediction that people have listened to. Um, but what I did really want to get to: Does the name Dean Stockwell mean anything to you? No. Okay. Uh, rest in peace, Dean Stockwell. Uh, you might know him as Al from Quantum Leap. Oh, yes, I did hear this recently. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. He was also Captain Planet, who was... Uh, I, no, not not Captain Planet. On Captain Planet, he was Duke Nukem, who was the, the guy that looked oh, like the thing. Oh, my fame. God. He's big in Battlestar Galactica. He had a big role in the Langoliers. Yes, he uh, did. Paris, he was in so many things. You know, one of the Paris, things that Texas I remember... and Dune. I gotta say, yeah, he was in the original Dune. Uh, he was the mm-hmm. bad guy in the original Dune, or one of the bad... He sure or, was. Yeah. 
You know, one of the things I remember is one of the times I came out to party in Akron with you in college, and we the next morning all hung over. We watched uh, uh, Quantum Leap. <laughs> we watched like eight <laughs> that episodes. sounds like something. I, no, we did not eight episodes. <laughs> yes, we did. We watched like eight episodes. <laughs> I, don't, I, I feel like we watched two, and you were so taken back by the fact I, I, I even watched Quantum Leap that you were like, he watched, he watched it for like four hours. Uh, it was two episodes. It was probably right. <laughs> What I yeah that's uh, that's funny, yeah no that Al like something I'd do Al Al yeah, and I always wondered what his little uh, that old poon hound, well that little uh, device he had that looked like a Lego device, mm-hmm. but I did hear he passed away. Um, I heard that from somewhere else. Um, God bless him, man. He, he was in a lot of stuff. He, he was one of those guys that was you couldn't put his face or you couldn't make his name, but you knew who he was. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. He's been steady on TV for the last, uh, 30 years. And, uh, you know, Paris, Texas was a, and Dune were both big movies. Yep. Langoliers TV movie, but still. Well, Quantum Leap is a huge show in the eighties, late, late eighties. Oh, that 80s, was, either. that was, that was big in my childhood. Yeah. I remember yeah. Pretty much. It was one of those shows, you know, we watched every time it was on, back when you couldn't record shit. Didn't want to miss it. If you were in, So what do you think, like, if Al showed up... Uh, uh, we're going to get out of here on this. So if Al shows up... Al shows up to you right now, right? Like, I'm recording a podcast, you're recording a podcast in your room, I'm recording it in the podcast room. Mm-hmm. And Al shows up and he goes... I, I forget what his... The, I forget what... The guy from NCIS New Orleans name is, but he's I like, don't know. Is Scott, oh, Scott, Scott Bateman, uh, Bateman, Bacula, Bacula. So he's like, hey, Bacula, you look like what's his face, Scott Bacula. <laughs> you look like Scott Bacula. I have my Lego thing. Put some, put some respect <laughs> on Scott. But sorry, go ahead. <laughs> All right, you, you and Scott Bakula are, are gonna go back in time. <laughs> and I, I, what, what was the premise of uh, Quantum Leap? They'd go back there and like fix injustices, or yeah, basically, um, he would go back in time and fix things that went wrong. So they're gonna go back to 2018 when I didn't get a raise and Scott Bakula. <laughs> he was in Major League Scott Bakula. Was the, he really? The, like the third or fourth one, back to the minors or oh, some shit like that. Those sucked. Yeah, whatever. The, the second one, back to the minors, was like not good, but it was like one of those things, like ah, you know. I still like the second one. Oh, all right. Um, so that happens. Al shows up and says, I need you to go back in time with Scott Balcula. Bacula. <laughs> uh, what do I say? Is that your question? Yeah. And you can't have a romantic dinner with him <laughs> and, and be, and be seduced because Scott oh. Bacula, Scott Bacula can do that to anyone. <laughs> well, when Al pops up or sorry, when Dean, <laughs> Dean Stockwell pops up and says that. I mean, my initial reaction has to be, oh, boy. That you guys will be transferred. They're like, and then you'll be in, like, 1955. 
and you'll mm-hmm. be black, and like mm-hmm. these KKK people are trying to chase you. <laughs> I mean, I'm because wasn't dead. wasn't it like it was always like that? It was like, oh Not Scott, always Scott, we have to take you back, and all of a sudden you're like fucking facing Doc Holliday in a fucking gun duel. Uh, you are wrong. Because part of the story was that he could only go back into uh, the events from the time after he was born. There were only one or two incidents in which he went back beyond the date of his birth. So he did not go to the Wild Wild West and fight Doc Holliday, bro. Uh, Actually, he did. Did he really? No. I don't know. I'm going to be like, I'm looking it up right now. It's episode 24 of season three. <laughs> he went and fought Doc Holliday. Did you know Doc Holliday was a dentist? Yep. yep. That's pretty neat. Technically a doctor, but not really. Yeah. But think about it. Like, yeah. And everyone likes Doc Holliday just because of Al Kilmer. Pretty much. Yeah. He did cru- He did crush that role. I'm not a big it. Val Kilmer fan, but uh, I like him now that he's old and weird. Um, he's been pretty cool the last couple decades, but where well, yeah with I Randy never... Quaid. Yeah, yeah. Well, Randy Quaid went crazy weird. Val Kilmer just got like weird, fun weird. But yeah, um, good times. All right, let's get out of here. I'm... Ooh, hey, it's Beat Michigan Fortnite, everybody. What does that mean? It means we're playing Michigan State this weekend, and then we will be playing the University of Scumshigan next weekend. Um, Hopefully the Ohio State Buckeyes. uh, I don't know if they'll bump up in the rankings, but uh, if they can win these next two games, I think they'll solidify their rank in the top four. Um, Michigan's currently ranked 6, and Michigan State is currently ranked 7. Um, and then we will play whoever's left uh, in the Big Ten West and the Big Ten Championship. Um, so, you know, hopefully that's another top 20 team, because I think you got Wisconsin and Iowa both sitting in the 15 to 20 range right now. So um, so we win ahead. the first game 35-10, then we win the other game 48-2. Okay. Okay. I'm not, I'm I am Joe's prediction. Yeah, 35, 10. I, I have hiccups like crazy right now. Uh, 35, 10, and then 48, 2. And the only reason they get the two on us is because we take a knee in the end zone. Also. Just for, just for funsies. Also for the, the Michigan game. I have a giant Brutus I'm going to blow up and put in the yard. Hell yeah, bud. I'm excited about that. I have hiccups like crazy. I'm sorry, man. You want to watch that together? Yeah, let's do it. Because we'll take take pictures next to Brutus. Hell yeah, we will. Hell yeah, we will. But yeah, I'll be at the game this Saturday. So, good times. Good times. I am holding my breath to try and get rid of these hiccups. I am so bad. I'm making them look crazy. I sound like Lou the dog. You kind of do. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, also for the Cavs, I don't know if you've seen this, but we got a we got a rough little slate coming up, uh, especially for having Mobley and Sexton out. So um, hopefully they can, you know, 
stay hopefully they only regress to like a, a 500 400 team over the next couple weeks uh while he's out we'll see i think we'll be all right i don't know bud we got two against the nets we got the suns uh the magic and mavs the heats the wizards the bucks the so we're playing against good, good we're playing good competition so we'll see what happens it sucks i've we'll we'll, out but yeah, I mean the thing is though, I, we've we've beaten what look like a lot of good teams right now, so it's not like we've just been beating up scrubs. Um, did you see what the the whole thing between Marcus Morris and Jokic? Sorry, Mark. I think it was Markeith Morris. No. Oh, well, fuck it then. I really didn't think it was a big deal. Everyone blew it out of proportion. But if you didn't see it, I don't really care to talk about it. All right, let's get out of here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Good remote podcast, man. I hope I don't sound like shit. And if I did, I apologize to all of the listeners. Um, I hope. Except for Carnicast, right? What does the Carnicast do? Ooh, Arcanicast, man. They are still slinging all of them hot dice and dice accessories. Um, a lot of interesting things. They actually just um, de- developed kind of a new product. Um, and you know what? I, I, it's it's almost such a cool idea. I don't really want to put it out there until they're really re- ready to roll it out. But they've got this uh, really cool thing that they're doing right now with some of their dice. Um, I think they might be showing a little bit of it on some of their social media feeds. But um, I really don't necessarily want to talk about it um, and maybe save it for when they do their rollout, which should be coming in the next uh few weeks i think they want to get it out of there in plenty of time for the holiday season but uh yeah if you want to check out any and all of their work check them out you can see them at arcanacast.com and then um just probably go there and then find your preferred method of social media because you can you can deal with them on facebook you can deal with them on um twitter or you know kind of whatever uh social media is your kind of preferred way to get at them but um they have their own website arcanacast.com if you do want to make any orders with them so they got some new and exciting things um they finally do have their permit to come conduct business um as an open vendor in the city of parma heights um, oh nice and Good they've for them. got their occupancy permit and everything so um they're finally gonna kind of start getting their well i mean i'd like to say they are and i think they like to say they are but honestly they are so fucking busy like they're just they're everything they put out it seems like people fucking love and they think they're gonna just kind of do something that's maybe not so popular but will eventually cut on and it's like every time they do something it becomes a fucking thing and then they're just slammed um so that's I'm awesome hoping, man that's I'm, awesome I'm, dude Good yeah i know it, it, yeah it's, it's a it's a good problem to have. They're really like, it's, it seems like every other, every other couple of weeks they're asking some new friend in the group to like, Hey, do you want to start coming to the shop more? Like not to just hang out, but to uh, like work. So, nice. um, yeah, they just, they're, they're, they're busy. And, um, you know, it's really good to see people, you know, that you've uh, known for a long time, really kind of just make their own business out of nothing. Um, I couldn't tell those guys. Every time I see those guys, I tell them how proud I am. Because, like, that's the American dream, right? Mm-hmm. Like, to work for yourself and mm-hmm. fucking build your shit and sell it. And mm-hmm. everyone likes it. You know, like, that's the American dream. Yeah, no, dream, and I'm, I'm glad, too. Because, you know, that's... I, I wouldn't say anybody was really a hater. But at the same time... I'd say know, it. Lo- I'll say it. Fuck it. I, 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 think, I, I think one or two... There were a couple people that maybe were. But I think mostly a lot of people were... Which is why not, they, what, what worse the than cautiously optimistic. 
I, I think a lot of people thought that they were going to fuck up and they were going to waste a lot of money and they were going to spend six months chasing something and end up losing money on it. Oh, you got to be a hater on someone chasing their dream. Like, you know what, that's I mean? what I'm saying? Like, Some people were beyond pessimistic about it, but, uh, you know, I think a lot of people were like reservedly, you know, they didn't want to, to believe it because, you know, they were taking a big risk. Um, and you know, it's, it's really paid off for them. So, um, I know they appreciated, um, AJ, especially, um, you know, that you were really so psyched about it. Cause I think around the time when we first hung out after I had told you about everything going on with him, like he was kind of getting some of that feedback, like people like, Hey, just, you know, be realistic and yeah, have a backup plan ready. Fucking but, dive in head first, baby. Yeah. And that's, that's why they did it. Uh, a little bit of, you got to have a little bit of uh, reckless abandon to pull something off and make it happen as quick as they have. Um, obviously I'd say. This is Hank Hill. Speaking for the Two Drunk Guys radio show. Although I heard they changed the name. Uh, the other name was kind of stupid anyway, when you think about it, because there were three drunk guys. Well, I don't know if these are the two drunk guys that are caught whacking off in my tool shed, but anyway, here they are. Joe, I think, and some other guy. Yeah. 